Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8 and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Donkey Kong 94 for the Game Boy. Donkey Kong for Game Boy was developed by Nintendo and published by Nintendo in June of 1994 for both North America and Japan and September of 94 for PAL territories. Nice. That would be kind of egg on their face if they, you know, it's Donkey yeah. Kong 94 and they're like, nope, not till 96 well, or something. Well, I so. specifically didn't say 94 because that is not on the packaging. Oh, really? No, it just says Donkey Kong on the cartridge where in did the it, box. Is, where did it get that... Well, it was released in 94, but that was also the internal name for it uh, mm. to differentiate it from the original arcade release. So it's really just Donkey Kong. It's really just Donkey Kong for oh. Game Boy. Crazy. Now, this was a product of E&D, also known as uh, R&D 4, mm-hmm. formerly. So, you know, there's uh, Miyamoto at the helm producing it, but not a lot of big names associated with the other parts of it, as far as I could see. Hmm, Okay. Now, this is a sequel of sorts to the 1981 arcade game of the same name and to uh, its sequel, Donkey Kong Jr. Oh, right. Yep. And possibly a prequel to the Super Mario series. Yeah. I I mean, it's yeah, there's some there's a little bit of weird stuff there. (laughs) We'll get to that uh, much later in the show. But this was the first game to utilize the enhanced features of the Super Game Boy. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't play it Super Game Boy style. So I know I sent you a uh, quote screenshot, and by yeah. that I mean a picture I took with my phone of the <laughs> screen, and you were like, "Oh, color." Yeah. Well, and the you know the border looks really nice. Because yes, I did play on the Super Game Boy. Spoilers for the recent experience segment, <laughs> but uh, it's pretty cool. The bonus uh, or the enhanced features include, like you said, a custom border, which looks like the original Donkey Kong arcade cabinet. Yeah. I like that a lot. It also has uh, pre-selected palettes for the different levels. Gotcha. Or yeah. worlds. So the ice world is like light blues and dark blues, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And there are updated sounds as well. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, Pauline has a voice sample and yells, help, help. Oh, wow. Okay. When she is taken away by Donkey Kong every time. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. It is. It's very nice. And then uh, finally, there is some screens that are full color such as the pause screen and the map screens. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a very nice Super Game Boy experience for sure. Yeah, a little extra polish. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Donkey Kong 94 or Donkey Kong for Game Boy? <laughs> um, I, it's a puzzle platformer, I guess is what? Yeah, that's exactly what I would call it. 2D okay. puzzle platformer. And in this game, you are regular Mario. Not Super Mario, yeah. Definitely not. You were not Super Mario at all. Uh, but you can jump, although this is where it gets weird. Mario does not have a Mario jump in in the cartridge command terminology. Right, right. <laughs> Mario has what we call a Castlevania jump. It's it's a strange... And you have several jumps, but you know it's you have a much different uh, well, moveset than you would normally. Yes, because at its base, you have the moveset that Mario had in the Donkey Kong series. Right, right. So your jump is that commit all one distance jump that's mm-hmm. barely over the height of the enemies you're usually jumping over. It's tough to uh, gauge. 
Now, do you have any experience with the Donkey Kong arcade cabinet? Uh, very little. I mean, I played it some when I was a kid. I think most of my experience with Donkey Kong was probably on Atari or something. Not, not a game I played a lot. Well, as some cartridge commandos know, um, at some point in the past few years, that my uh, son and I did build an arcade cabinet. So we have our own in our house. We play a lot of games on it. But my cabinet is a 90s-style cabinet with eight-way joysticks. Mm. And a lot of the early Nintendo games and other games uh, only had four-way joysticks on them, and they don't translate very well. They also have a vertical screen. So this is one we don't play a lot at the home, but we do have a local game store nearby that does have a great selection of old Nintendo arcade hardware. Mm. So we try to make it out there every once in a while, and I still play Ms. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, and Popeye. Okay. All classics. So therefore, I was very comfortable with this moveset. I, I really like that jump. Uh, it just has to take a little bit of getting used to. But there are more jumps than that. This is the beginning yeah. of Mario showing off his true jumping skills that wouldn't culminate until Mario 64, I don't think. I Yeah, I guess. As somebody who has actually never really played Mario 64, I wasn't, you know, I was like, wow, you get a lot of weird moves in this that you yeah, can do. Yeah, this, this is the beginning of the, what a lot of people would consider the modern Mario jump set. Mm-hmm. Because you have a normal jump, but you also have your back jump. So if you tap the back direction and jump at the same time, you do a high jump backwards. Yeah, it's a... Uh... The manual just calls it a backflip, but it's I use it a lot. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah, it's, that is the key move you must be able to master in this game. Oh, it's, it feels so good, too. Um, I, I was like, why doesn't it? This needs to be in every game. <laughs> well, I hate to tell you this, Nick, but it is in almost every Mario game since then. Even the new, more modern 2D games. Mm-hmm. Well, it's I, I don't blame them. It's great. Which goes to show how many more modern games Nick over here does play. Uh, well... <laughs> Hey, I got a lot on my list, man. It's true. Now, that isn't the end of Mario's jumping ability. Oh, no. He can also, if you press down while you jump, jump onto his hands doing a handstand. Yeah, this is uh, pretty useful in several ways. Yes, but as far as jumping is concerned, when you leave that handstand, you do a high jump. Yeah. Now, if you tap your button right after you land on your hands, you do a super high jump. Yeah, you can get, like, springy bounce to mm-hmm. it, which I didn't actually use that much myself. But uh, you can also, a big thing about the handstand is if there are falling objects while your feet are in the air, you can catch them kind of on your feet. It'll bounce off of you, and then you yeah. land softly next to you. That way you can pick it up or just not get hurt. Which brings me to my next note. Yeah, you can pick stuff up, just like in Mario 2. There's a lot of similarities, I think, between the gameplay of Mario. You know, you get yeah. the key, certain things that are, you know, very similar. So I like that. Now, there are, like you said, many things to pick up, not just the key. But when you do have something picked up, if you're hit, then you just get stunned. You don't die, which is a nice little bonus. And you drop the item. Yeah, because normally it's a one-hit kill, but that item gets you an extra, you know, an extra hit. So it's mm-hmm. very important. Like uh, the original Donkey Kong, you only have one hit. And that is it. Now, you can also throw the items you're holding. Yep, yep. Uh, You can throw them vertically and horizontally. In similar ways to Super Mario 2? Very similar. Now, these are just a few of the things Mario can do. He has many, many, many adjectives, as you might say. (laughs) Uh, He can throw switches. And those control conveyor belts, doors, floors, all kinds of stuff. Lots of switch puzzles in this game. Oh, yeah. He can climb. And not just uh, ladders, but you also have ropes and vines a la Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah, and just like that, where it's like if you have 
you know, you can be on one vine or you can be in between two hanging on and then you can move up faster. So. Well, you go faster up holding two vines, but faster down holding one vine. Right. So there's a little it, strategy there. It's fun. Yeah. And it's, you know, really cool to discover that multiple levels in that now you're in kind of a Donkey Kong Jr. feel. It's moving its way through the, the Donkey Kong games. And I like that a lot. It does. Yeah. And it has that exact same play feel, you know, moving from one rope to the other and even the jump when you jump off of the vines or ropes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mario can also spin on wires. So when you find any kind of uh, electrical wire, high wire, or just a piece of line across yeah, any yeah. two things, that's a wire Mario can shimmy across or catch on. And then if you press up, he'll start spinning on it. Yeah, and when you get build up to speed, you can shoot off in another a really high jump. Um, and sometimes these are angles, which is kind of neat. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't have to shoot off at the highest of jumps. You can do like a little mini spin where you don't speed up all the way and then jump off a, a smaller height. Yeah, in some places it's required. So, Yes, I found that the places where the diagonal spin to be the hardest of most of them. Yeah, I agree. They usually had you landing in an area that was not suitable for landing. Right, yep, yep. Now, the final ability I'd like to talk about with Mario is his ability to fall. Yeah, it's not what you might think. No, this is not Super Mario. You are not in the Mushroom Kingdom. You are in the real world. And if you fall, you will die. Yeah, there's a certain threshold. There of... are three different heights. Yeah. And at the lowest height, you will just tumble. Now, one thing that really kind of annoys me about that height is I found that it is one block taller than your back jump, your back flip. Right. And this is where you kind of roll when you yes. land. Yes. So if you back oh. flip off of anything that and you land one block lower, you are going to tumble one. You can control the tumble direction. So you roll a couple frames. Yeah. But you can't control the fact that you are moving forward or backwards. So many deaths when I like land on this tiny platform where it's like, you, you, nope, you're rolling off into the spikes. Like, oh. Exactly. Now, that's why many times in those scenarios, I would prefer to try to fall further to get the second uh, falling right. damage, which is, I don't know, horribly breaking your leg. You're like stunned or something. Yeah, where it's like your little foot's like plinking in the air. <laughs> it's like twitching. It looks very <laughs> painful. It is a very awful and, and very sad animation. Poor Mario. But on the plus side, you are stationary. You don't roll or move anywhere. Yes, and you don't die. No, but <laughs> it does take a few seconds uh, of twitching to recover. So you are very vulnerable during that time. Yes. And then if you fall from the highest level, which I don't have a qualifier for what that height is. Yeah. You, can, you just kind of get a feel for it as you play. The final level is death. If you fall too far, you will just smack the ground, roll onto your back, kick your legs up, and a halo will appear over it, your head. It is over. Now, the point of this game is to get doors open you're chasing down donkey kong with pauline in arms and he keeps going through these various doors when he shuts them they are locked yes and to open them you must grab the key that is hidden or not hidden it's just sitting out on every level but you must take it safely to the door that's and yeah that's the challenge of the game now the doors starting out are pretty normal uh, at some point they become hidden every once in a while yeah which you kind of you know, at the very beginning of each level, you'll see some little word bubbles, and you'll hear Pauline screaming, voice sample or not, but mm -hmm. help, it's important help. to pay attention. Like some of the later ones where there's like five or six doors. Yes. If you if you were looking away like I did several times, <laughs> and you come back and you're like, oh, which one is it? Or you just spent too long doing the level, you know, and yeah, then you're like, yeah. wait, which one was it? 
But, Sometimes, yeah, they're just straight up invisible, pretty much, and you got to look for where that bubble's coming from. Otherwise, you're originally, kinda... it's gone once the level starts. Yeah, yeah. So pay attention. Now, on top of that, you take a key to it. Now, the key is usually found in different spots, uh, you know, in every map. But mm. the one key factor. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> keep that one in. Uh, but the one continuous factor with the key is that if you drop it or throw it, it will disappear after. A few seconds. It feels yeah. like maybe uh, four or five. Yeah, it'll start blinking. So, and I mean, a lot of times you have to. So it's like a race to get back to that key before yeah. it disappears. Many later puzzles uh, force you to abandon the key, either by throwing it upward onto a platform that you can't reach, or maybe on a conveyor belt that goes through some spikes or some nasty yeah. area you can't get to. Now there are no power ups in this game, yeah. but there is a power down. Yeah, you get those uh, mushrooms, like poisonous mushroom, I guess. Or... Yeah, they are funky-looking mushrooms. These are not Mushroom Kingdom mushrooms. They don't have that look at all. They look more like no. a real, natural mushroom. Yeah, and, um, I mean, is there any? Is this from anything before this? Maybe, like, I mean, there was the Lost Levels or the actual Mario 2 that had the, right. the mushroom that hurt you, but they don't. I don't think they look like these. No, I don't remember where the shrinking mushroom is, is, is entered into Mario Canon, so this could be it. I mean, it's the it's the earliest one I can think of. So now, if you get hit with this mushroom, you do shrink. You know, from normal Mario to tiny Mario, and then sometimes this is an advantage. There are places you can get into that you normally wouldn't be able to, yeah. but you cannot lift anything while you are in this form, and your jump is diminished as well. Right, and can you climb ladders and stuff? Or... No, you cannot climb ladders. Uh, yeah, it's I mostly just avoid this <laughs> unless you have to. Mm -hmm. And as we mentioned, there is no health in this game, but there are lives. And boy, howdy, are their lives. Oh, yeah. Um, they, they throw a lot at you. I mean, you can just collect them in the form of the classy one-up heart. Yeah, and I think at my height, I had about 60, 61. I think you said you went up to the 80s at some point. At one point, because I was getting really lucky with the uh, the some of the bonus games. No, we'll talk about them later, because one of them I am amazing at, and the other is hot trash. <laughs> but... If you do run out of lives, don't worry, because this game has a very generous save feature. Yeah. You get uh, to, it offers to save every four levels, mm -hmm. and that saves your number of men, not just your placement. Yeah, so it's... Uh, I it's... was worried about that at first, because I was taking the cart between systems oh, to begin okay. with. Gotcha. And I was like, man, I got so many lives, I don't want to lose them all. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> when I save. But you can also save during a, a level, you can kind of... Save and quit, and that saves your progress and the number of, of lives you have as well. Oh, yeah, on your pause menu. I don't know if you start back at that exact level, because I never utilize that feature. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I would always quit so. after a boss, because I'm like, oh, yeah, time to take a break. <laughs> Taking a break. Well, you know, I think I lied, because there is also a classic power-up that does appear in the game. It comes from the original Donkey Kong, and that is the hammer. Hammer time. The hammer works similar to its original form. You know, you cannot jump when you have it. And it, right. you swing it nonstop. It kills almost everything. Mm -hmm. It will also destroy uh, bricks in this game. Mm -hmm. But you've been given a new way to use it. And that is that you can throw it upward. Yeah. So if you are at the base of a ladder, you can throw it up and then climb that ladder. And if you are on the platform while it's passing down past you, you will pick it back up. Yeah, it can be tricky sometimes, but it's a skill you'll have to learn. Mm -hmm. And it allows you to take your weapon to multiple areas not just being stuck on one plane right right now in every level there are three 
pieces of clothing, women's are these Pauline's belongings? I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. There's you get three. There's a little parasol, uh, a hat, and a bag. Yes, and they are not usually hidden, just in odd places usually, or maybe slightly out of reach. Yeah. If you collect all three, you will be given access to a bonus game after the level. Mm-hmm. And there are two bonus games, as I said earlier. There is one that is a slot machine, and mm-hmm. I have just about as much luck with it as I would on a normal slot machine. Yeah, it's it's you, there's no real skill, but... The only time I get one-ups on that is when I have gotten Mario's on accident. Um, I did get... Three Mario's a couple times, which oh, wow. was like a three up. But again, I it wasn't any skill. It just did it, you ever get three hats or three Donkey Kongs or the Donkey Kong hat Mario combo that gives you a mystery amount? No, I have not. Neither did I. Man, I wish uh, I would have. But but there is another mystery game that is far superior, and that <laughs> is one where you have a wheel of free men, you know, marked as one, two, or three free men later on in the game. Mm-hmm. There is a spinner spinning around, highlighting them. They light up when the, they are, you know, highlighted, and you just have to hit your button when the one you want is lit up. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's fast, so it's a little tricky, but they're usually groups of, like, two or threes mm-hmm. where, you know what I mean, you're like, I'll land somewhere in there, and even if you don't, you still get at least one life. Yeah, exactly, but, you know, I think I had, I would say, about a 98 to 99% level of accuracy with this game. I I was almost always able to get at least two men. Yeah, and if there's a, a three on there, I got it. I mean... I was just on it. Now, granted, I was playing on a much larger than Game Boy screen. I was playing on a like 40 some inch CRT. Right. So that probably helped a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But that was my preferred way of getting free men, you know, was from that system. Yeah. I mean, and in a lot of the levels, it's not hard to get those three items necessarily. Some of them it is. And I'm just like, screw it. I'm moving on. But if it was hard at all, I would just skip them because it's not worth the, the headache. At least that's how I felt about a third of the way in. Yeah. When the game starts to ramp up its difficulty. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, one other odd object we'll talk about in the game before we move into our next segment is these, uh, how do you even call, what what would you even describe them as? Um, Place a block? Yeah, it's just like extra block. I don't know, the random, the little black one. Well, there's a couple. There's uh, these little icons, and if you touch them, you get to place on the map a block or perhaps a ladder or a bridge or yeah. a bouncing block. Oh, yeah, those... Uh, the springboard. Spring, yeah, those things, yeah. Exactly, and that's one of the really cool things about this game they introduced later on, and really adds to the puzzle element, is that you can place these almost anywhere that they can physically go. Yeah, as long as there's nothing not overlapping an object or a spot where something goes, you're good. Well, Nick, what was your personal history with this game? I really don't have one. I never played it until this week, so... (laughs) Excellent. And you said you weren't uh, much of a player of the original, either. Right, right. Donkey Kong Jr., even? Maybe the... A little bit in the arcades. On Nintendo? Or, you know, I remember seeing it frequently, or... Donkey Kong Jr. Math. What about that? Uh, No, that one I've never played. How about Donkey Kong 3, when you're the exterminator? Yes, I I did play that in the arcade. We thought it was hilarious to shoot poison at a monkey's butt, so... And, you know, it was back in the 80s. I think it stands the test of time. (laughs) Yes, that is a weird game. But um, (laughs) I myself, I never played this when it first came out. But somehow I played it in college. And then I I don't know how I got the cartridge itself. But it it got into my collection somewhere after college. All right. It's hard to say. Who knows? (laughs) I could have picked it up at a Funkoland. Um, a lot of people, you know, gifted me Game Boy games as they were like, I'm never going to play these again. Yeah. You yeah. seem to like old games. 
take it. So it, it came to me. I played it a bit. You know, I think I got into about the fifth level, but never seriously, you know, mm, yeah. until this past week. Right, right. Which brings us to our more recent experience, Nick. Mm. I played this game, I think, four or five times for at least an hour every time. Okay, yeah. Taking down like a world or two at a time? Or... Yeah, it just depended on how it was going, you know, what weird place I got stuck at, foolishly. Gotcha. And so. you beat it, I assume? And then, yes, I did finally beat it. And I think I spent half an hour just fighting Donkey Kong. Yeah. The final I, fight. <laughs> it's tough, man. Um, I also beat it, but I got a late start, so I only played this twice. Uh, the first time I played through the kind of stage zero or whatever, mm -hmm. and then the first stage. And then I spent this marathon day playing it off and on all day levels. Which had to be quite nine. the marathon. Because even the like speed runs of this game are in the hour and a half to Yeah, it was a long region. time. I mean <laughs> I was I mean it was the better part of probably eight hours, you know. Like, wow. Throughout the day. I was taking breaks and stuff, so it wasn't like a solid chunk, but it was just this one day of Donkey Kong. Oh, what it must be like to not have children, Nick. <laughs> no. I think if I had that that kind of uh unfettered access to a gaming binge this definitely could fit that bill I, I was playing it in larger chunks than i'd have some of our other games once you really get into the groove of it you don't want to stop yeah yeah i wasn't uh planning on doing it that way All i right. was actually like well maybe i just won't be able to finish this one you know because i had some i had some issues hardware issues and uh uh but i i was like wow i actually i'm having a great time so i just kept rolling well nick this is just a Game Boy game, but it is from Nintendo, so I'm hoping it has a pretty good instruction manual. It does. Um, this is a we're looking at a 24 pager here. Um, Ooh, it's nice. black and white and red and brown. I was gonna say and red probably. Yeah, from this era. There's a little. I mean, I can't tell at least from the scans I was looking. At, I was like, is that brown or just a weird shade of red for Donkey Kong's colors? Mm -hmm. But um, eh, it looks good though. Uh, you get a lot of uh, character art that's all drawn. Looks great and. Uh, Plenty of screenshots. Cool. I do really like the character design of Donkey Kong in this game. It's a slight change, more cartoony and updated from the arcade cabinet. Yeah. But we haven't gone into the dark era of yeah. Thai Donkey Kong. Well, he has the tie in this one, right? I think this is the start of it, isn't it? Oh, well. But he doesn't look the same. Like, his face does not look grotesque. Or I actually right. like the way he looks like a I'm, a, I'm a cartoon ape bad guy. Like, yeah, yeah. I like it. But it does have a big, uh, you know, it has a new actions scene where it goes through all your new jumps and stuff. It's, you know, mostly about controls and a lot of the weird items and it Which explains them very well. There are many of in this game. Yeah. And there's a, uh, a, a brief enemy section, but there's really only, it only shows you like five enemies. Well, there's only really like three enemy types in this game. Yeah. And most of them some, are just reskinned. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, eh, whatever. Um, and you do get three memo pages. Wow. Which. There's no password in this yeah, game. There's no reason for him there. I don't know. But yeah. Maybe so. if like you got stuck, you could write down, you know, the, what got you through. I guess maybe. Level. Very smallly on these tiny. Yeah, either way, uh, it's, a, it's a good enough manual and, uh, you know, does a good job of explaining all the new stuff. Well, here we are in the general chat portion of our show. And I would just like to quote the Transformers and say, this game has so much more than meets the eye. <laughs> It does, man. Um, I had uh, I like I never played it, but I had seen of it a little bit, and I was like, eh, "That's not for me." Right. I did not think I would be that into this game, and so color me surprised when I finally I was like, "Wow, I get it. This game's awesome." Yeah, and the really cool thing is that this game it opens with a bluff. 
You know, you start the <laughs> yeah. game playing the original game of Donkey Kong, all four levels that you would find in the arcade. Yeah, you pretty uh, faithfully. Yeah, yeah. Battle your way through those, and then it's like, oh, then the real quest begins. Yeah, and man, it's 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 an interesting take on this whole world. You know, it's like taking Mario, the Mario Brothers game that idea Mm -hmm. and donkey kong and donkey kong jr and then making a puzzle game out of those elements and it doesn't uh a lot of these levels i'm sure just have like the one solution but they at least feel like you're like man i could do anything i'm creating my own way you know what i mean like i I know in a lot of them like there's only one way to do it but there's some where i'm like i didn't even use that item i don't know what it's for exactly so there's got to be multiple paths that in the levels where you just get stuck and you it looks like there was literally no way to do it. Right, right. Which is one of those gaming things that I love where you're like, this is impossible. Like, you look around and there's just no way to solve this level. (laughs) And then when you figure it out, you feel beyond foolish. I mean, it's like night and day of obviousness. Yeah, there were were only a few where I was like, look, I give up. I'm looking to see. There was about three or four for me. And it's like, I was just like, Oh, I never, I never thought about that or using, you know, just like, it's usually about like using these things on enemies or, you know, Mm -hmm. getting them to move or just weird stuff, but it's fun. Like it's it's cool. And I was also pleasantly surprised to see all the different elements they brought in from, you know, Donkey Kong Jr. I wasn't expecting those. Oh, right. You know, you have the little alligator men, you've got the vines and all that stuff works exactly as it did in that game. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they, yeah, faithfully and, uh, appropriately, like it's not like shoehorned in, like it works in all the levels of like the level design. You have over a hundred levels in this game and yeah. they're all, uh, unique and f- interesting and fun. Yeah. It, real tight. I mean, that's one of the things that surprised me when I was looking at that list of makers, you know, I do a bit of my research on Wikipedia along with other various websites. And one thing I like about the Wikipedias is that, you know, if you find someone's credited you can just click on them and see yeah. all the other stuff they did hyperlink around but none of these names had hyperlinks and uh. uh you know after googling a little bit i didn't really find a whole lot that i found too fascinating to add to the the podcast sadly right right but you'd well, think you'd have some bigger names from such a you know solid level design and all that other great stuff yeah I'm, it, it's interesting too because this is like you know super mario brothers the first one kind of took platforming in this different direction. Mm-hmm. That's And that was heavily evolved towards by the rest of the games. But this is like, what if we kept going this other direction, you know, stemming from Donkey Kong. Right, without sight. A different w- branch. Without know? real scrolling. Like, yeah. You know, the whole point of Mario was that the system was able to do scrolling graphics without any tricks. It was built into the hardware. Right, right. So that was the game that was to take advantage of everything the system could do in that aspect. And yeah. this to me is like, yeah, what if the system didn't have that 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 capability? Maybe it was like the ZX Spectrum or one of those ones where yeah. everything loaded screen by screen. Yeah, yeah. So it's, a, I don't know, it's a fun kind of what if that they kind of answered. So it's cool. <laughs> this game has a pretty basic structure, but while it would seem repetitive in some games, it's it's a nice pace for me in this one where you have your three levels and a boss, three levels yeah. and a boss level. Yeah, it's a it's, uh, nice little bite-sized chunks that you can just take that down, save, and quit if you want, you know? Exactly. I think it's got some, for the most part, pretty catchy music. Some of the tracks, I was like, wow, this is some pretty good stuff. Some, not some so Some of much. them are a little grating. It yeah. really goes on both ends of the spectrum. I found some very catchy. And like you said, you know, oh yeah, I can get into this. But then on some levels, man, it was the combination of the music and the sound effects just didn't work. Some of the sound effects where I'm like, I normally like these old crappy sound effects, but some mm-hmm. of them I was like, man, that's even testing me, so... Yeah, especially because I had my, you know, blaring out of my big TV here. <laughs> or like the, uh, 
in the airplane world when mm-hmm. you're on the map and there's like yeah. the wind noise, but it just sounds like it's like like static, like it's rough, man. I'm always yeah, like, maybe it getting... sounds better out of the Game Boy speaker. Yeah, I don't know, but I I would I mean I'd imagine so. Yeah. I mean, and I think graphically, this game, while not like it's not wowing or doing anything crazy, it's it's pretty good. It's really know? solid. You you definitely know what everything you're looking at is. Yeah, and uh, nice, everything's defined well. Nice small sprites. I like that. Yeah. So you got plenty of room, and I think the backgrounds actually look better than they need to. Mm-hmm. You know, the just the backdrops. Oh, yeah. Like I just every level, I was like, I wasn't expecting much, but I got a little more. Now playing it on the Super Game Boy does add one weird thing to it, where you are never playing as a red and blue Mario. Oh yeah, is it always a different whatever the colors palette is? Yes, and you know, in many of those palettes, it's like whitish or yellowish. So often, I felt like the squat character to me represented Wario better <laughs> than Mario, since it was a squatter, weird, yellowy version of him in many levels. Sweet. So in my mind, I you know felt as if I was playing some sort of bizarre Wario game or something. But right, right. Not really a complaint. It was just an odd, uh, odd thing to notice. <laughs> My biggest gripe with this game would probably be some of the Switch puzzles. Oh, yeah. Some of them, there's two parts that really trip me up. And I didn't die from being, you know, killed. I would die if I did from time. We didn't mention that every level does have a time limit. And different time limits per level. Yeah, yeah. And I got to say, this is some of the worst, most tense ending of your time music of all <laughs> some of them yeah we get down to the last 30 seconds yeah it kicks over into this really heavy just like i don't know i just want to give i'm like i'd rather just run into something and die right than listen like, to that i know music i'm not i know i'm not going to get it done anyways right definitely gets you there but the switch puzzles some of them is just was they were just so convoluted you really had to just play around and go to every switch and try them in a bunch of orders. yeah they're, well i mean yeah it's pretty tricky like and one thing, too, about the timing that is that you get, you know, it keeps track of the amount of time left after each level. So yeah. when you complete the your fourth level, which is a boss level, based on your uh, seconds left, yes. it gives you a bunch of extra men for every hundred or part thereof. Yeah, so even when you're down to, like, you know, say you have 430, yeah. you know, you will still get five free men out of that. Which can be a lot, because especially if you're like me, like, I kept dying, you know, you'll die a bunch on these levels, but... When you finally do know what to do and you're done exploring, if you can just, you know, tear through it real fast. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you'll get a bunch. You'll win back all your lives and more, generally, until late in the game, it's, the curve starts going down. But early on, like, I, I was hoarding lives. Yeah, same here. Same here. In fact, I think there was one level later on where I spent a, a solid 20 men, 25 men. I could see. There's a couple. And then I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to reset. And come start back from my save. Oh right, yeah. Two levels before because I can do those levels in seconds now. Yeah, once you yeah you go from you know it's weird you know it might only take four or five minutes to beat a level, mm-hmm. but it's like you go from noob to total master and you're like any other time I play this again I know like as long as I remember what to do I can do it. Yes, it's just those few uh, technical levels that I call them where it's all about your twitch jumping and moving yeah. skills. Ugh. Those are the ones that they're going to be hard forever. Yeah. And I mean, th- there's so many levels that where I was like, am I trying to do this a harder way? <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. But I can't not try until I've at least done it once where I'm like, I have to do this weird jump thing. Like, <laughs> I, I just have to now. Right. All right, Nick. Normally we take a game level by level. But as we mentioned earlier, this game has over 100 levels. Lots of levels. And, you know, 
we don't want to make this a three-parter. <laughs> we we put you through enough trying to get you to listen to the third part of that Zelda episode. And so. I think it would take some mental acrobatics to try to describe and then, you know, every, all the details of this one screen that's loaded with items and stuff. Like. So what we're going to do is we're going to call out every stage of the game, which is, you know, the big worlds. And then we're going to talk about maybe our most frustrating and our more favorite levels in those worlds, starting with world zero. So zero through four is Donkey Kong, the original game. Yeah. And um, it's pretty much this exact same, but you do have your full moveset from the more modern game in there. So you can really burn through this like there's no tomorrow. Especially, yeah. If you've mastered the backflip by now, you can just blast through a lot of these. These levels are not as hard as they were designed for. The first, you know, two or three worlds, there are so many places you can backflip up through. Mm-hmm. You know, that maybe isn't explicitly stated. It makes a lot of them very easy if you if you have that skill going into the game, not learning it as the game teaches you. Right. Which I didn't have that. So. Right. <laughs> but that, when I was like thinking later, I'm like, man, I bet I. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in fact, you can kill the Donkey Kong in the very first um, boss fight, you know, World 4, super fast. Because if you want, you can start out by doing a handstand, catching his first a barrel he throws down mm. and then wailing on him just whapping him <laughs> so but you know you go through those and the big reveal is that there's a full game after this yeah yeah donkey kong grabs pauline and heads off to the city big city yes big city and big city has uh eight levels and this is where they really introduce a lot of the core concepts of the game one level at a time yeah you get um Level one is basically just, this is how you move a key from right. one area to another. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in these first ones, you're just going to start seeing your first, like, conveyor belts, moving platforms, the wires. Yeah, you get the wire uh, right away. So, like, you'll get to see all of the items in the big city, pretty much. Yeah. And then it's like, by the third one, they've got them all combined. They show you the spark. You're dealing with a few basic enemies. Mm-hmm. Now, the enemies in this game can be treated just like the enemies in Mario 2. You can jump on them. You know, unless they're spiky. Yeah. And then you can pick them up and throw them anywhere you want or into another enemy, killing both of them usually. Yeah, and although they will hurt you if they hit you from the side, so watch out. Yeah, there's a few enemies that, like, are so slow and so obnoxious that, like, I don't think of them as hurting me ever. And then every (laughs) once in a while you'll hit them at just that right angle from the side and you're like, oh, I forgot this was a a deadly thing. Well, because there are some enemies that won't hurt you. They'll just push you, you know. So you're like, uh, the first time, which one is it? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you get to level four, this is your first boss fight with Donkey Kong outside of those first four levels. Right. And the boss fights take one of two forms. Yeah. Up until the very end of the level, you're just going to be rescuing kind of, it's like you just have to make your way to the top where Donkey Kong is. Yeah. It's treated just like a stage from the original Donkey Kong game. Yeah. And then when you get to the end of a a world in your final fight that's when you're going to be it's a barrel based you have to catch these barrels and hit him back usually or enemies or whatever you're going to be fighting donkey kong hitting him attacking him with a thing not just trying to reach pauline yeah and generally three hits i think with a barrel or whatnot will take him down now when it's the go rescue pauline one of the common things you're gonna to have to contend with is donkey kong stomping and yeah. dropping things from the ceiling. That's that's what this first one is. You just got to make your way up around them. This one was very easy. Yeah, and of course, like in many games, if you can time the stomp right so that you're in the air, you won't be stunned or anything. So Yeah, correct. Now, right after that is your first appearance of the move around and place blocks. So you get to place bridges and learn how that works. Yeah, get creative. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what the rest of 
world one is. It's using all the things you've learned to this point and then maybe the bridges until you have to fight Donkey Kong at the end. And that is a very simple, very standard. He throws down barrels and they land on their side, almost all of them. So you have plenty of ammunition. You yeah. just have to get it up to the top and throw it at him. Now, if you get too close to Donkey Kong, he will grab you by your head, yeah. shake you around, and throw you to your death. It, uh, I didn't, the, I, it happened to me on accident a few times, it generally when the wind is involved. Yeah, so <laughs> let's, let's, we'll get to that later. But the problem I had, which here's what I would recommend to everyone. For the first chunk of this game, many worlds, my strategy was to always just stay on the left. Mm-hmm. You know, I worked the left-hand side. You know, get yeah, used same to, here. You know, but I would say get used to the right-hand side. It's way more useful later on Yeah, or when the wind's happening. Or try to throw vertically if you're underneath. That's mm-hmm. another strategy, but that depends on the placement of platforms if you can even yeah. do it. But if you get used to all the timing and jumping of the right-hand side, that will ride you out for the whole game. It, it's true. Now, you beat Donkey Kong, and he you know, looks upset. He grabs Pauline and rolls out of there to the second world. Now, you know, I don't want everyone to think that I'm obsessed with butts, but no, man. I was going to bring up the butt, too. There's a lot of butt in this game. Donkey Kong has a shapely derriere, man. They put a little uh, definition in there for He buns, shakes it at man. you a lot. It, yeah. It's the last thing that squeezes through the door. When he gets knocked down, it's right front and center. I mean, whoever animated Donkey Kong and drew him paid a lot more attention to his butt than I would have ever imagined. Uh, yeah, especially on a game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you only have so much space, but right. they found room. Yeah. For the butt. It's, it's pretty interesting. But, you know, he goes to World 2, which is... Uh, this is the forest. And you do, in between each world, you do get these little, like, cutscenes, kind of. What? Not in between each world, actually, after every boss fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. And those are pretty cool because they kind of, you know, yeah, it's cute and stuff, but they'll demo, like, uh, new monsters or effects, things. Or little tricks that yeah. you can use. Usually not ones you have to use to get through the next area, but make areas easier, which is kind of a cool feature. Yeah, it's a, like a way of learning. It is a way of learning. A way of learning. <laughs> uh, poet laureate here. But, you know, Donkey Kong appears. He goes through that door, squeezes in, butt going last. <laughs> On my copy, you hear Pauline, you're like, help, help. <laughs> and then you're, you know, rolling through forest levels. You've got new new bugs to fight. I think there's some spiky creatures now, finally, that will hurt you if you try to jump on top of them. Yeah, and there's, I mean, this, the forest is a little bigger now. You're looking at 12 levels, and... Uh... Some of which will include, uh, you get, this is where you start seeing a lot of switches? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of switches, and those in these levels mainly control the platforms, which way, or I'm sorry, the conveyor belts, which way they're moving. Yeah. You're also introduced into the piranha plants in this one, which just spit seeds. I don't know yeah. if they're piranha plants. Whatever they are, they are. They look like them, but they spit these seeds out. Yeah, they look, they're just like a Venus flytrap looking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, so you got to watch out for those. You can but duck them. Or... You can duck them, and they're very spaced out. I find them really easy to jump over. Mm-hmm. Like, that was not a problem. And if you've mastered the back jump, you can jump over almost everything in this game. Oh, yeah, nothing to worry about. You can do it all backwards, pretty much. Um, I think this will be the first world where you see an underwater level. Yeah, and... Or a little part of the level. Your swimming is very reminiscent of the Super Mario Brothers series. Yeah, that's pretty much the same. Now, if you are holding an object or a key, though, you sink and then walk. Yeah, so So that's tricky. There's no oxygen. You don't have to worry about anything on that level. But, you know, what we didn't mention is when you have the key, your your jump is limited. You don't have that same jump. And right. when you're in water, I think your jump is limited, too. So you really can't maneuver very well underwater yeah. when you have a key or an item. Generally, if I am underwater and I have the key, then I'm just using it as a weapon to kill fish or mm-hmm. octopi. Who knows? You know, they got to go. 
Now, also in the jungle, you get your first Donkey Kong Jr. inspired stages. You get these vines. Oh. One of them is very similar to the first level of Donkey Kong Jr. And I think that might even be the first boss fight of the jungle. But again, if you have ever played that game, you know what to do here. Yeah. Just... Go across the vines, go <laughs> yeah. find Colleen. And then towards the end of this map, you're going to be getting some some fairly larger uh, levels, ones that are like four screens big. Mm-hmm. And these have puzzles that, you know, will play out across different quadrants or areas. You might have to hit a switch that you don't always see what's going to happen. Right. But, you know, you just have to figure out what the what the order of operations yeah. are. It mostly involves like you're like you'll start off and there's a switch and you're like, I don't even know what this does. Should I hit it or not? If you don't, then you go through the level and you get to the end and then you're like, I should have hit that switch. Start over. <laughs> like Right. And then. Um, I think one of the final ones in this is is the first level where you have to th- abandon your key. You've got to throw it uh, onto a conveyor belt and then make a mad dash around some stuff yeah, to get it. Oh, yeah, you really got to be quick for those, man. Yeah, those always make me extra nervous. Like I don't know why. Like it's like It'll this game back, was really you know? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, this game really got me uh, in some tense tense zones. You know, well, it'll have some like. Like I'll be like, man, I've been playing this forever, and I beat all these, and I'll look, and it's like it's been eight minutes. Yeah. I feel like I've been through the ringer. Like, you right. Know, it's, it's so, like, uh, parsed out. I don't know. <laughs> in one of your battles with Donkey Kong, you have a thwomp in there. I think it's your first appearance of it, but it doesn't have a face or anything. It's just a block that goes up and down. Yeah, these are a little more forgiving, too, because you can touch the sides of them. Yeah, and they're a little slower, I feel like, yeah. on their descent. You know, you use them as platforms a lot to rise and to jump down. But, you know, I found the most of these you know just get to pauline levels early on very easy yeah and a lot of times the faster you try to get through the better you'll do yeah and you know it's just like run through don't overthink it um and you know the faster you go the more extra men you get so keep up the good work exactly i don't think there's any other major things to point out in the jungle levels um you know more of the same you've got all these things coming together there is one pretty twisted uh level towards the end with a lot of tiny conveyor belts and the tiny conveyor belts always gave me a little bit of trouble just because I often back jump off of them when I don't mean to. Right. Yeah. You know, because like you're, you're trying to you yeah, know, run keep... back and forth and yeah. stay on such a small area. You know, that's the only control problem I, I really found myself having is, is in those tiny little platforms that do have conveyor belts on them. I'm almost always jumping off of them in ways I don't intend to. Yeah. And, and it can be compounded if you don't, if you go into a roll and you're on it, you know, you're like, yeah. yeah. Now, the final boss of this area is Donkey Kong. It's always Donkey Kong. He's the only boss you're ever going to fight. He's back. But uh, this time, he's in a, a world of spring areas, so super easy. Oh, yeah. You can jump up around, use those. Yeah, to... this one I found to be like a pure joy. You know, I, I could get to him from many angles. And after that, you move on to stage three, the ship. Another uh, smaller level. We're down to eight levels in this one. Yeah, this uh, this map looks pretty cool, though. Yeah, it's because it's like a pirate ship, right? Or like a sail, sailing boat. Yeah, it's like a big uh, explorer ship full of sails and mm. rigging. Galleon. Yeah, that kind of thing. And it looks like you're on a ship in the levels. There are uh, wood paneling behind you. You can see, you know, sails behind you. All kinds of fun stuff in the background. And everything's made of wood. It, and you're introduced to a lot more water in these zones. Yeah, yeah. Um, And this first one, 3-1, this was, I, I died a lot here trying to do the level wrong. Where I was going to say, I'm looking at the map right now, and I, I couldn't figure out how this gave you any trouble. I Well, I really smacked myself. Because, you know, there's a there's a part at the bottom where 
there's a gap uh-huh. and then there's some spikes and you have to use a bridge to, you know, you have these little blockhead guys that are, you can walk on top of. So you want him on the spikes. Yeah. You build the bridge, move them across. There is a wide variety of enemies that can walk on spikes that you can jump on top of and then safely go across. There's yeah. blocks, there's little like uh, beetle things, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so here I was just like, you know, you, you go up and you build this bridge. I To me, I was like, you just build across the top and run across. So I... You can almost get there. Oh, okay. If you run, but you can't. Like, you actually have to get that little guy over there. But I Mm -hmm. spent all these lives just trying where I was like, I'm doing it wrong. It's not that I'm trying the wrong thing. Right. I'm screwing up until I finally looked it up and felt really stupid. So Now, this level does have a nice, easy-to-grab, one-up heart, which I don't know if we mentioned those either. There are sometimes free Mm -hmm. men in the level. And you can't miss them because it's a big giant heart that does say one-up on it. You go get it. Um, It's the largest sprite. Of anything in, in in these levels, I think. Yeah, and I mean, I they're pretty... I feel like certain levels that yeah, I know, I'm like, man, this level's really hard, but there was a one-up, so... Yeah. I You know, I may have died here 20 times, oh, but... My, the worst level of the game, to me, has a one-up. The only problem is it's after all of the hard stuff. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> but that was 3-1. Hopefully, the next uh, chunk of levels did not give you that same trouble, Nick. Not as much, but... That was one I made a special facepalm note. Yeah. Now, all through the ship, of course, with all that rigging, there are plenty of these ropes to swing on. Yeah, you get launched around. You're really going to get familiarized with that here. Mm -hmm. And I think this also is the first areas that introduced multiple doors. You know, now you have to pay attention to which door was the one she yelled help from. Yes, yes. Because it's like the cabins of the ship sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it fits with the background, too. So it looks cool. And then a little ways into the ship, you get your first, like, looping platforms that go on tracks, not mm, just from side yeah. to side. And I think you can even control them in this uh, level. It's like a, it's one of the mini boss levels. Oh, yeah, well, you have to get over and then turn a switch to get the final platform to come down mm-hmm. while dodging all kinds of craziness. Yeah, and when Donkey Kong does his jump and things fall from the sky, it's usually some trash cans and then... What are those things with balls on the end of them? I was like, are those old-fashioned dumbbells or something? I don't know. But, man, they they just don't have any... They look weird. <laughs> ...have any you know correlation to anything in this real world. Right. And sometimes they'll throw springs at you, but I don't know if they fall. Right. Eh. Now, the end of world boss battle is a little unique here because it is not just one stage high. It's like two or three. Oh, yeah, where you have to jump up and... So you collect the barrels, but then you have quite the journey to the top now you can cut this journey down if you do know that upside down jump trick oh right because then you can just collect them from the place right below him yeah that's generally where i just you know get up there and try to stay right right below otherwise you are doing a bunch of jumping now if you can defeat donkey kong here then you get to head right over to stage four you're in the jungle baby oh yeah and it's a cool looking jungle yeah, now you'll get to see. This is where they'll introduce those kind of nuts that you will see hanging, like by vines, where you move over them and drop them to hit no, monsters. I, I think. think those appeared in the very first vine levels. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, there just wasn't as much to do with them. I know you, that. you could use them on the crocodile things, but yeah, it's so hard to time that. They're much more useful later on with all the birds and all that other stuff going around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, and I think this is this where you'll first start seeing Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah. Himself? Well, you're in the jungle, and Donkey Kong <laughs> Jr. will appear in some levels. You can never interact with him. He's usually in some sort of, like, caged-off area. 
Yeah, he's like hitting a switch back and forth. Yeah, he's randomly. the chief uh, mischief maker. You know, he's usually uh, you know taking a switch and causing the conveyor belts to flip flop or doors to open and shut. Yeah, yeah. He adds a random element to any of the stages he's in. And this also, and I think, is this where we'll start see the first uh, disappearing sand blocks somewhere in here? Maybe four six. I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know, these worlds have all of your standard jungle things you could think of. They've got jungle creatures. They've got the uh, piranha plants type things, you know, the Venus yeah, flytraps. Yeah. And yes, you do get crumbling blocks for the first time. In fact, there is one level that did cause me a little bit of trouble. Uh, was it 4-6? Is where... that where they have all the ants inside the... Well... Or is that a different one? I think that's a later one. You know, I don't know. It's not 4-6, but somewhere later in the level, there is an area with a long bridge of disappearing blocks. And those blocks are all covering tiny compartments, each one holding a spiky evil ant inside. Yeah. And wow, if you don't know what you're doing, that first couple times you go to that level are very painful. But man, even when you know what you're doing, you really have to be spot on with your jumping and not actually get on any of those uh, disappearing blocks. Yeah, you try to avoid those as much as you can. Otherwise, there'll be a swarm of ants like all over the level, and it just makes it a total pain. Yes, yes, it does. But, you know, still in the this world, there's no sinks of like 10, 15 men. At worst, I'm looking at losing three or four, maybe five to a level. Yeah, it's not. You're not at that point yet. Definitely not. And then when you get to the final boss of the jungle, it is a vine version of that barrel fight. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Now, you cannot carry the barrels up the vines. No, yeah, you have to get up there and then would you have to handstand, some, catch them out of the air sometimes? I honestly or they don't just remember. Land. I think you, they just land. I feel like most of them you can do both, like mm-hmm. if you're, you know, but well, it's usually safer to just let them land. I think by this point he's doing the combo where he'll do like a wave of ones that just land, but then he does a wave of ones that go through the floor. Right, they just bounce around freely. Yes. Honestly, I I don't even remember this boss very well, so I don't think it gave me any trouble at all. Most of them are pretty similar. Yeah, the ones where you throw the barrels at Donkey Kong, I found to be easier most of the time than the ones where you have to get to Pauline. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, the boss parts were, I was like, those are my break levels. Those are easier than the actual Until levels. Until the very last few, I would agree. Right, right. So you defeat Donkey Kong here. You think you might get Pauline, but you don't. He grabs her, heads up that ladder, which apparently goes straight to the desert. Yeah. And the desert map is cool. Um, You've got some ruins and then a pyramid in the background. This yeah, is yeah. Start where the levels are getting dense. How many levels are in the desert? It's uh, We're still at 12, so. Okay. In keeping with the desert slash pyramid theme, you'll start seeing some mummies here and, and cannons. I, I think this is the first time I remember seeing them anyways. Yeah, and this is also where you're going to be using the hammer to break a lot of bricks. There's yeah. A, that's a big mechanic in these these levels. Yeah, they lean into that here too. Um, and yeah. there's a couple like 5.3 and I think 5.9 or like low. There's like very switch heavy levels that are like gave me some trouble. Well, 5-3 is the one where it's not switches as much as those uh, ladders and things. you got to figure out the right placement of them. Okay, yeah. And that's another puzzle that, you know, pops up in here. You'll be given a series of, like, maybe three ladders and or two ladders and a bridge. And you have to figure the right combination out to set them to where you can move and manipulate that key right, the right, right way to get to the end. Yeah, and this, um, this has one of my favorite levels, too, is 5-10, actually, where... It's one of these where it's kind of open, and you just have all these power-ups, and it's like, 
that how, level's really cool. How do you cool. want to use it? You there know is, what I mean? Like, there are no platforms in this level at all. It's entirely up to you to create the platforms. So you have to get this key from the bottom to the top with any means you can. Yeah, and and okay, one factor too about the the bridges slash ladders or those things like that we haven't mentioned, which yeah. is extremely important. <laughs> I just realized is uh, you know. The time you have, that you know, they have a time limit, and if you... It's pick, maybe five seconds, yeah, let's say. If you activate another type of that same item while the timer's still going, it refreshes it, and they both last, so you, you can, can chain them on to yeah, keep it. Every time you add one more to this uh, chain, it continues on another five seconds, let's say, of yeah. that overall timer. And that's, that's very important. Like, in certain levels like this, that's the only way you're going to get through. Yeah. And then uh, you have your final boss fight here in the desert inside the pyramid and i think he's throwing like weird little creatures at you in this one i thought they looked like sarcophagi heads yeah kind of they're like egyptian thing i don't know but they're really slow yeah. you can stand on them and they really pose zero threat in fact i find them more useful than barrels yeah because they I, would come to you <laughs> i was gonna say i think these guys are easier than the barrel levels like you just grab them and throw like this is a breeze yeah no sweat whatsoever and then you uh continue on to the first spike in difficulty yeah now you are on a giant airplane war yeah. <laughs> machine war plane who knows it's, what this thing it's is it's enormous and uh it's a flying fortress or something and i mean it, mercifully it only has eight levels here yes but almost all of those levels do have wind for the first time and i hate the wind um it's always blown left to right correct uh, i think it might switch, it switch in one level okay well for the most part, it's left to right. And it, like, the very first level, I'm like, this is not hard to figure out. 6 1, I could see what to do. Mm -hmm. But I kept dying over and over because of the wind. And it's like, you, when you get the key, you, you drop down. It was like, I kept falling. But if you fall down with an item, it, you'll drop it sometimes. Right. And then my key's out in the spikes. I can't get it. I had to keep doing it over and over. And I lucked out, and my key fell right on the edge of the spikes. Now, if the key is on the edge, you can stand right off the edge and still pick it up. Right. I I, I had a lot of trouble with it to the point where I was like, all right, I'm stopping for mm -hmm. a break. And then when I it's came back, clear. first try, boom, I was like, I don't know what I was doing wrong. <laughs> and the wind will make it harder to run into it, but it also adds a little sail to your back. So if you do a jump, you can jump further than yeah. you normally would, even with the key in your hand. Yeah. yeah. And that's a big part of a lot of these levels. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. Uh, then you're you're inside the airplane for some of the levels, which is interesting. They really start doing the key door fake out a lot in here. Yeah, this is I had a note about that too. Many multiple doors, and uh, although at least on the inside levels, you're like no wind. Thank you. Yeah, but six three was the one that really gave me some trouble. Okay, uh, it is all these like conveyors that move around in circles, kind of. But it's just it's not that it was extremely hard. It's just that the timing is so specific, and you can only do the one back jump to get anywhere in this area. And, and when you have multiple of those platforms, it's like they're not always in sync. So you're just like, I just have to wait for them to get close enough for me to do this again. Yeah, it was this is a very just very frustrating level. I I don't think I died a lot here, but I felt like I spent at least ten to fifteen minutes just bored out of my mind well, <laughs> trying to get through this level. This level, I definitely was like, I'm not, I don't even care. I'm not going near the parasol i'm not even trying no but then right after that you get a uh, follow-up with a donkey kong battle that is one of the easiest in the world even though Ugh. you do have the problem of the wind blowing you you literally just run across jump on a platform and ride it to the end yep now that is a small problem though is that wind when you're on a platform 
trying to find that balance of you know running against the wind and not yeah. run over running off the platform is, is is pretty hard. You have to be very careful. The final level of this one, man, really drives home the point that you're going to be dropping that key a lot in the future because it is just this tower of conveyor oh, belts yeah. where you throw the key and then you got to run and jump on a ladder, get to the next area, pick the key Dash. back up. This was one of the more stressful levels I found. I, I didn't think it was you know that hard, but it really you know, being away from that key ooh, yeah, gets me no, every time. Well, and okay. I just thought of this. This is not related to this level necessarily. But when you finally do get through the door to the key, I really love the way Mario, like, he really tears into that room. Like, he rears up and, like, well, Yeah, he holds the key up, then swings it around into the door, unlocks it, backs away from the door after it opens. Yeah. At full force and speed, he runs into the through the door so hard that it shakes it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty neat. I just wanted to point that out before I forgot. Sorry. And then that brings us to the final boss of the airplane, uh, Mr. Kong, once again. And from the looks of it, this is a very simple, very easy Kong battle. But this is why I suggest getting used to fighting him from the right side of the screen. Yes. Because your left side tactics will betray you. And as you jump to throw something at him, the wind will buoy you and take you right into his grasp. I got clobbered by him many times uh, before I finally was like, just give up and go to the other side, you I, nuts. I had the exact <laughs> same situation. I was just so used to being on that left side. I'm usually a player one in my house, you know, <laughs> uh, that I was like, you know, you're used to this. You got it. You know these jumps, you know. But no, you get pushed too close to him, I find, every I, time. Yep, yep. You know, and then the nice thing is if you get used to doing it on the left with the wind, it pushes you away from him. So yeah. you really don't have that problem at whatsoever. This one is not as horrible because there's not as much on the bottom uh, to create a falling death. Right, it's just right. in the pockets. But this is a, a definitely a challenging step up in your Donkey Kong battles. And it's only going to get tougher from here. Unfortunately. Because uh, if you thought you didn't like wind, I have a new mechanic that you're going <laughs> to hate. And that's all over this next world, the iceberg. That's right. We're finally to the ice levels. Yes, and uh, we got 12 of them, so it's a beefy level again. Um, this map, a little lackluster. Yeah. It's um, just like an some, iceberg. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really, there's nothing to look at at all. I do. One of the things, though, about uh, this, this, these levels that I love is they have the uh, meltable ice blocks with the little fire guys. Yeah, so that's a totally new mechanic. It introduces patience to this game. Just kidding. So much of this game is built on patience. That's that's usually how I lost lives, was I wasn't waiting for things to happen. Right, right. But yeah, all over this uh, world, you are going to have to wait for these little firemen to walk across the ice blocks and remove them from play. And this very first one, it man, it gave me a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just the timing of it really killed me. Well, a lot of them, it's like, um, you know, there will be, with these little firemen, it's like you have... You have to use switches to open these doors to keep them in the right place to melt these things sometimes mm-hmm. or do, you know, it's pretty tricky. Well, uh, it's that first one. You have to take the key, drop it, throw a switch that creates a platform, run across the platform and leave the key on the platform over the ladder, then run back to the switch, throw it so the key drops. Yeah. Then throw it back. So you can climb down. So you can climb down the ladder and then get to the key. And for me, that t- I just... I don't know. There was something about the timing of that and all those throws and stuff that I would get weird butterfingers. I'd do a backflip. <laughs> and then all the while, there's some wall crawling guys that are every once in a while just in the exact wrong spot as this, they're trying to get this one done. 
I, I know exactly what you're talking about. This one gave me some problems, too. I timed out of it, I think, I, at least two times. Like, I never died in it. I died from running out of time, attempting. Yeah. Like, I, I knew exactly what I had to do. I just couldn't get the finesse. It's tough, man. And that's really where we are now. From these levels on, you know, I'm either breezing through it or I'm just, I know exactly what to do and I can't just physically do it yet, you know? Yeah, you're like stuck down in it, man. With the occasional total uh, mind melt of I missed what was this one about and that's what would get stuck sometimes. (laughs) But for the most part, these iceberg levels just have a lot of technical challenges in them because... Also, you're landing and jumping off of these icy platforms. So, you know, you don't have the fidelity you normally have. And um, you'll also be seeing some new stuff here. You have those little, like, ice flows in the water where you can jump on. The little platforms they will start to sink, and you can jump, and they they rise. That's kind of, you know, we've seen that in other games, too. Yeah, and you get uh, the falling spikes. Yes, these icicles. These are... With one of okay, it's okay. We're getting to that. The, the one of the hardest parts that I didn't understand what to do for a while. Yeah, me but, too. So the icicle falls. It it flashes. It falls very slowly. It yeah. hits the ground. You can then jump on the broken icicle, use it as a platform, and then eventually it will disappear. Yes. So by the time you get to seven ten, you understand you can use these icicles as platforms and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You get to seven ten, and there is no way to get across these gaps. No, you have because to use... Because there are icicles, and when they fall into the water, lava, whatever it is, they're not high enough for you to use as a platform. Yeah. I was extremely confused, and I think there's an evil fish in this one, too, that just... Yep. Super think, fast. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like... It's one of these things where it's like you have to get on them and jump off them in the air. Yeah. And then you get to the points with the ladders, where normally a ladder, even if it's hanging down, you can't jump onto it. You it have has to, to touch the ground. Yes. So you have to, there, and there will be like an icicle directly on it. So it's like you have to get that icicle to fall down, jump on it, and then climb onto the ladder from it before it goes down too far. It's so I mastered man. the first two icicle jumps in this level. No problem. Where you have to jump onto them to get across the bottom. Yeah. But the part where you have to f- jump on them as they're falling and then climb the ladder. Yes. That took me so many tries. And then the worst part about that is that part is over nothing. It's over the beginning of the level. So if you mess up your jump and you fall, oh, yeah, you fall right back to the very beginning of the level again. You're doing it again. But again, yeah, this is one where I definitely died many times and yeah. I timed out many times. That was a very maddening level. Special notes. Iceberg. Yeah, and then they follow that up with one of those choose-your-own-platform levels. There's basically nothing in there, and oh, you got to yeah. figure out how to do it. But I found this to be so freeing, and like it was a little hard, but after like the painfulness of knowing what to do and not being able to do it, this was like a breeze. I yeah. loved it. All, I, all these levels are, are nice. I like them. And that brings us to our final boss fight in the Iceberg world with Donkey Kong. And of course, it uses those annoying falling icicles. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, it doesn't use them. I mean, they're just there as a hazard. And I found them to be not much of a hazard at all because they're so slow. Yeah, and I mean, and after the last battle with on the wind thing, I was like, whatever, this is... There are more holes in the ground, but isn't he throwing creatures at you too? I think so, yeah. But I remember this one being super easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're mostly pretty, pretty chill. I didn't even... <laughs> I, I'm glad. I didn't do it on purpose, but... Uh, well, after that, you will find yourself in the Rocky Valley. And wow, if you thought there were a lot of levels in the previous worlds, this one, I don't think another level could be packed onto this screen. 
the way it twists <laughs> and turns back onto yourself, you'll never know which one's going to be the next level. Yeah, this Rocky Valley, or as I like to call it, Heartbreak Valley. I, st- I had to take a break just from looking at the map because I was like, all right, the iceberg's done. Maybe this will be another short one. And it was like, no, 16 levels, man. Like, I was like, how could you do this to me? Yeah, and they're not easy levels. I mean, no. right off the bat, you're, you're treated to a hard one. The first world, you have to get the key out of the water all the way up to this other area. Mm. And there is just so many fish swimming around that I, I mean, the only way I figured out how to do it was like there was one specific timing of where they would be. And I would jump in at that time and then just go between them. Like arc your way down. Yeah, arc my way to the key. And as soon as I get that key, it's like, now it's offense. Try to kill them with this key. Yeah, you get that's sometimes that's what it's all about, man. Um, this has, uh, I think, at least in level eight, three. I know the waterfalls. You, yeah, you're starting to get some waterfalls, man. And, in this pretty cool. You can swim up them. You can use them to take you down. Yeah, like a, like an elevator. This one I didn't think was that hard. No, no, I just, I mean, I kind of, I just kind of like the way the waterfalls look and, and operate. Yeah, I didn't realize that you could go up them so quickly if you really spam that button. Yeah, you gotta you gotta turbo it, but you can do it. Oh yeah. And then I think another later one in here, eight five, is where I, I made a special note of this is a hammer throwing where you have to like Ooh. get the hammer, throw it up, get up there and get it like you have to keep chucking them up to you know, it's like two or three floors, I think. It is. I find that hammer throwing to be super satisfying though. I love it. Like oh, when you yeah, catch it yeah. again, it's like Yes. You're like, I'm still rocking, man. Indeed. One of the early boss fights, I didn't have any trouble with it. I just thought it was really fun where there's like vines to grab onto to wait as platforms were taken away from you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Moving around. I like the vine stuff, you know? You know, I do too. I feel like, you know, that was one of those things where as a kid, I always enjoyed Donkey Kong Jr., but when you only have four levels of a game, like, where do you go from there? But (laughs) this is where you go, and I really like the direction they went. Yeah, yeah. And then there's also another one of my favorite levels is in 810 where... I was just going to ask you if that was then because it falls into that category you like of yeah. build your own level. But it's like you're falling, so you just have to be like, all right, which, you know... Yeah, you're just wh- saving your butt every, over and over like, again. All right, drop this uh, spring right below me so I'll balance and get some more time so I can get down to here and here and then finally land on the floor. And that was one of those ones where I am not getting any of the special bonus nope. pieces. <laughs> no, not, not by this point, man, because, you know, like my lives reached a peak around the 80 was in like level six. And they're starting to drop. Right. Hovering. But at this point, I was still I was like, all right, look, I, I still have like 50, 60 lives. I, 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 sure, I won't need all these by the end of the game. So I'm not messing with that stuff anymore. No. Uh, A12 was the one that really gave me a little bit of trouble. Oh, yeah. And uh, that is one where there are... Scattered throughout the part going up are blocks that will fall away. Yeah. And there's just a lot of really tricky jumps in there. And he's throwing uh, the spring. What is he throwing in that one? He's throwing something at I you. I think, that's, yeah. That's just all over the place. It's Yeah, it's it's very like you have to nail it on your first try because those blocks will drop. And then you're like, how do I even get up here? Yeah, that's the hardest rescue the Pauline stage, I think. Uh, I really I went through that one a few times for sure. And this uh, brings me to... My most hated level in the entire game. <laughs> that would be 815. Man. What a level. Uh, there's a free man here that you'll never get. I mean, maybe you oh, will. Yeah. I won't. I do, yeah. But uh, the very first thing you do is you have a three-block-wide conveyor belt running the wrong way. You must use that to activate a thwomp that will fall, jump on that thwomp, jump to a moving platform, to another thwomp, 
than to another moving platform, <laughs> all of which is over top of lava. I, it's no uh, fun, man. There's a lot of... <laughs> I, I spent at least 25 men here. This is the one I had to reset. Oh, wow. I, I do. I that, had some trouble too, but... That first set of jumps, I mean, just getting used to that very first jump, jumping off of that backwards moving platform mm-hmm. onto the thwomp without rolling off of it, Ugh. takes a lot of practice. Yeah, it's... And then it's just all luck on the timing of those other things moving past you. There's so many variables that you have to d- wait for. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Man. And of course, this is one of those ones where I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done for now. I'll come yeah. back in a little bit. <laughs> Next time, first time, Yeah. right through. Nailed it. And if you do, man, you're happy because you are now at the boss. And this is a windy boss stage, and it's a mm. little challenging. Yeah, well, any of the wind stuff, like, I, I really hate it. More than I... I I normally am not that way in on wind levels in games, but this one really, this whole game, like I'm like I hate him. Right now, in this one, he's of course throwing creatures that walk around, and you must throw them at him. But he's really picked up his pace. I mean, he's just chucking them out at top speed. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, and there the is game. a like a little safe zone underneath him. That's mainly how I would fight him in this one was to try oh, to yeah. jump into the box under him and th- jump and throw them at him. Yeah, that's that's what I did too. But I did find this one to be pretty hard because there's also a bird going back and forth dropping eggs on you. Yeah, I meant to mention the birds earlier. I hate them. Um, yeah, we never we kind of glossed over the birds. Uh, I think I mentioned them once, but they appear all throughout the game. And yeah. Wow. There's something else. They will stop and drop eggs vertically down on you or just be in your way a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all birds suck, man. They do, and if you kill a birds, they are easily killed. It doesn't matter because they just reappear. Right yeah, away. there's usually like a uh, a nest or something in some of the yeah. levels. You, you might get see. a second, two seconds, uh, you know, of safety, but Ugh. not for long. But if you can avoid the bird, take out this Donkey Kong. Well, you get to move on to stage nine, the final stage, the tower. Woo! A merciful eight levels here. Man, it felt so good to see those eight levels. Like, <laughs> you, you know, I was really thinking after that last world of all those levels, I was like, well, this one's going to be yeah. insane. 32 Pack, levels. Packed to the gills. <laughs> but luckily, no. No, it's just, just a simple, simple eight. But what makes this one different is that each one of these is a Donkey Kong boss fight. Yeah, it's kind of a DK boss rush, man. And you get three or two... Is it two or three? Two or, uh, of the Pauline rescues, and then it's the throw barrels. Ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. The very first one, so easy. I, I almost cried with joy. Is that what? Is that what it's just, just two conveyor belts, and uh, Donkey Kong Jr. is making the move left and right. Oh, right, yeah. So you just avoid some stuff and run, run, run. Yeah, nothing to worry about here. No. And then the second one, I thought it was also fairly easy. You, know, you just run across the bottom. Once again, Donkey Kong Jr. is now throwing switches to make platforms appear and disappear. And this mm-hmm. is where all the springs are. But there's three safe spots next to all the ladders on the left and right. And Okay, yeah, yeah. Again, run. Run your heart out. Not a problem. I mean, I really don't remember having any trouble with any of these, these Donkey Kong levels, to be honest with you. Yeah, not really. This was a, a big break, I thought. I do like on 9-4 where you're like locking up Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah, it's like the final level of... Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah, you have to push those like keys up the chains, and then it assembles this cage around him. Pretty cool. This is sadly the one of the only times where you really have to use that knowledge that holding on to two of the chains will make you go up quicker. Yeah. And it's super useful here, but as fun as this level was, and I thought it was a great blast, it was so easy. Yeah. You know, it was over too quick. Yeah, yeah. 
I know on 9.6, there's a certain rope jump that I wrote down as hard as hell. Well, 9.5, I wanted to mention it real quick because it's kind of like uh, a reimagining of the very first level. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of the game. But again, since you know how that works, it's super easy. You can backflip your way. You just backflip your way through this like there's no tomorrow. But as you said, 9.6 has this, uh, that jump. Uh, you mean the one at the wire at the very top at an the, angle? The diagonal one? Yeah. Because if you go too hard, you're going to fly into Donkey Kong. Yep. Like, you have to get that, like, you'll land just, there's a little kind of curb that'll catch you if you get it just right. I, I only got it right once. I died, like, five or six times just from that. I died once, and then the second time, I landed, like, kind of on Pauline and was able to jump back into the safe into the spot oh. that triggers the ending. Okay, sweet. Okay. I didn't even know that was possible, but I was so happy. <laughs> I'll take it, man. Level uh, seven is just avoiding the rolling barrels and stuff. Mm. There's no really tricks to getting up. It's just all your jumping skill. Now, eight is a little bit harder. Uh, that's a windy level. Yeah, the wind is back. And, you know, the, the placement of all the things is just... Just a little annoying. It's very reminiscent of the final boss fight in the airplane. Right, right. Yep. Uh, you just got to deal with the wind again. And you may think that 9-8 is the end of the game. It's the last level shown. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, this feels like it could be a final fight. Yeah, you're like, I beat him. But it's not. You're briefly reunited with Pauline, but the ground shakes and you are given access to level 9-9. Yeah, well, it's a weird thing where it's like you see all the mushrooms coming down. Is that... Like, that makes him bigger? Is that what you got yeah. out of that, maybe? like he ate so many, and or maybe they were different mushrooms? I don't know. Yeah, but then it's like a giant Donkey Kong background boss monster where you have his face in the center and his two big fists, and he has various attacks. You know, I was really surprised at how smooth and good these giant sprites and this giant boss battle worked on the Game Boy. Oh, man, they, it looks good. His face is... Pretty well animated, and it's a big cartoony face. Looks great. Um, you can stand on his nose if you need to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, there was a couple platforms. There's three, I think, one you know above him. Mm-hmm. I never. I only got on those on accident, and then I almost immediately jumped off of them without I would, really sometimes trying. I would get up there because it's like I'd backflip onto a fist and then backflip onto those. And, and then, I did that on accident usually. Yeah, that was I, not usually the plan because you only have a few seconds to be on a fist. Yeah. If it's if it's moving. Well, they'll do several, like, you know, he'll do a basically a stomp where he'll smash his hand down and shake the screen and stuff will fall. That's where your barrels come from. And you will fall down if you are not jumping when either fist hits the ground. Yeah, and if you're on the ground and you get one of these barrels, like, you got to move quick because if he stomps again or smashes again, it'll break the barrels. So you have a small window to actually score in a, t- a hit. Yeah, I thought I was doing this wrong. I was like, I must be doing it wrong. I don't, I guess I don't understand. I'm like, am I supposed to be at these other, on the top or something? So I went online to watch someone else do this. No, I was doing it right. The key is, is you really only going to be successful, like one out of every five tries. It just takes, you just have to keep dodging. Because you only, like, he basically has three waves of attacks. Yeah, he has three forms. And it takes three hits to, to go through each form. And, you know, like I said, those three hits are, are earned. You are going to be picking up that barrel five times for yeah, each hit, basically. It sucks, and man. what we didn't mention is that barrel doesn't just land. You no, have to do your upside-down uh, flip jump to catch it on your feet, then jump over, grab it, pick it up, hopefully all within the seconds before another <laughs> fist comes down. You can. Another tactic um, is sometimes the only barrels that will actually land, sometimes one will land on like the center platform. Mm-hmm. If you're up there, you can get it. There is an arc where you can hit him in the face, but 
I could never reliably to... get on those platforms. Oh, I yeah. And I, if I was trying to, then I was probably going to be smashed. I, I I got a hit or two when I was up there by chance. So mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe if somebody knew what they were doing, they could work this into something. I didn't, but <laughs> now you can be crushed by anything that's falling by his fists, or once you've hit him three times, he has a new attack, and his hands come from the sides of the screen. They hover there for a moment and then smack together into like yeah. a clap. You can get stuck in the middle there, and you don't want to. And that one, not too hard to jump over. I mean, it's it's okay. Now, the problem is is that sometimes those will appear while you're trying to pick something up. And yeah, if you're not yeah. in the center of the screen, you can't jump over. Yeah, you're you're stuck in your... What? No, you can jump over the fists. Can you jump over them without being on the nose? Uh, I, with a backflip? I know you can with a backflip, okay. but I don't know about what you're carrying stuff. So, so yeah... That's that's the hardest part of this level and this final fight is that you're really balancing trying to pick these things up and not be crushed, and you just don't have the time to do either. So that's why it's you know so prolonged. It's tough, man. Um, it's yeah, it's definitely a hard boss, and I died a lot. This is where my lives dipped down into the 30s and 20s, where I was like, maybe I will run out. And I was, I thought so. Like, I think I spent at least 30 30 minutes. I was like, I don't want more. to say I lost 50 times or you know what I mean, like. Ugh. But finally, you can do it. You Well, we didn't mention the third form, which is just the oh, second right. form, but quicker. Oh, right. Yeah. So, you know, not really any new strategies. It's just stay on your game. You can keep chucking those barrels at him. And as you said, if you manage to hit him nine times, you will have defeated Donkey Kong. He will fall away from the top of the tower and Pauline will walk out to greet you. And then... It's a weird ending, man. What happens? <laughs> the There's a big heart. You know, you're yeah. honestly in love. You get a little heart. And then the world changes. The background color changes. You're yeah. now in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, it There's shows. a warp pipe and some question blocks. It's clearly in the Mushroom Kingdom. And uh, Donkey Kong and Donkey Jr. are there now. I guess you're well, friends. No, like no, no, no. First, Pauline walks off screen. Then she comes back with a flashing version of the Mushroom. Hands it to oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you become Super Mario. Yeah, you power up into Super Mario. And then Donkey Kong and falls from the sky onto you and crushes you. But you are so strong that you classic superhero stand up with him over your head and you're like, ha ha, I am stronger than Donkey Kong. Yeah. It's, and it's then very he says, weird. And then he gives you a help me yeah. word bubble. But it's like him and, and then you get a little what looks like a portrait or a picture of them with Donkey Kong. And well, Donkey then there's Kong a photo Kong. of the four of you. And yeah. this is the weirdest part. That photo appears, and then credits roll over that photo. And these are legit credits. They're yeah. really nice. you got yeah. all the names. And then at the very end, it just lingers on that photo with the words of the end. But here's where it's really weird. This photo, I recommend everyone go look this photo up if they haven't <laughs> played the game. And I'm not just reading into this. Yeah, Donkey Kong is, like, holding his head and has this look on his face as if to say, you know, like, uh, hey, sorry I put you guys through all this uh, mortal peril and, and stuff. <laughs> womp womp. And then, you know, Pauline looks visibly pissed off. She's, like, looking (laughs) off camera. She's not even making eye contact with the camera. She doesn't look happy, and she's looking away. And then Mario is in the middle with his classic peace sign. Like, I don't know. In my mind, it's like Mario is like, well, I'm getting this picture now. I won. I beat him. Get in here, Pauline. She's like, I don't want to be part of this. And Donkey Kong's like, really? You want a picture with me? But after... And then, so it's like everyone is awkward and not wanting to be in this photo, except for Mario, who's just in the middle cheesing it out you know it is awkward but hilarious then you get that classic calligraphic the end 
Yeah. Fancy dancy. Fancy dancy. And that's it. There is no more. Here we are in the review portion of our show. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System, which has four categories, each category with a score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Nick, I gave this game a 4.0. Okay, I gave it a 3.5. I think the sprites are simple, but great. Everything is easily defined. You know what you're looking at, even if it's a weird thing. Very effective graphically. Yeah, uh, the levels are all really distinct and well laid out. You know where the edges of everything you need to know is. There's nothing confusing. You know, my biggest complaint is that some of the songs are kind of annoying. Yeah, um, most of them are fine. There's some really fun, catchy ones, but there's also some really rough ones and sound effects, so. You know, I don't know if uh, some of the rough edges on those effects were taken away by the Super Game Boyification of mine. Oh, right, right. Because they did have some newer ones, but, you know, I, I did notice a few that were a little off, but overall, I really enjoyed the sound of this game. Same here. Well, Nick, what did you rate the play control of this game? I gave this four. I I wrote and erased like five <laughs> times. I was really, really on the fence. Uh, you, I gave it a 3.5, okay. but it was also a four at one point. Well, so I really don't know. I feel like the only thing I really don't like is the rolling when you land. Well, here's my problem. Like, but I mean, th there's it's there. It's got criteria. You can figure out how to deal with it, but... Other than that, I'm like, you, you have so many jumps and options and yeah, things you, to do. Yeah, you can like, do so much. Then that's what's amazing. And it's usually just as I want to do it. Yeah. But there are a few times, you know, especially with that backing up and jumping, that I just don't have the full amount of control that I would want to. But, you know, for the most part, like you said, it is, it is spot on. I think I'm going to bump mine back up to a 4.0. All right. Okay, next up we have the challenge factor of the game. And this is another one where I went back and forth a lot. Me too. You know, so many parts of this game are very, very hard. And uh, on the other hand, so much of it's very easy. Well, so I ended up giving it a 3.5. Um, I actually gave it a 2 because... I, I thought about going low as well. I'm like, there's some very hard stages in this game, but... I mean, I would get, I'd be like, man, I've been stuck on this forever, but it wouldn't even be 10 minutes. Like, Correct. you know, and I just feel like with the frequent saves and so many one-ups. Yeah, I, I was made like, note of both of those. I was things. like, you can just bludgeon your way through it in one day if you're a crazy person like me. Now, the reason I did give it the higher score is that there are some stages where it is just a matter of skill level yeah. that you have to have to get through. There is no way around it. And some of them are extremely hard. It's true. It's true. There's some... Difficult ones, but... Um, there are a few puzzles that are definitely a little bit of a brain scratcher. And, mm -hmm. and to me, it's those stumbling blocks that, that gave me a little bit higher bit of a challenge factor. I but got you. I can see how you would give it a lower score as well. Our last category is theme and fun. And I gave it a 4.0. I give it a 4.0 as well. You know, I said that there is so much variety and the theming of each world is so well done. The levels definitely re reflect the fact that you are in that area, the iceberg, the jungle. Yeah. And for a game that is so simple in what it is giving you, the platforming and stuff, it's amazing that they were able to add that to it. I was really surprised the levels of depth that you got. And I, I really like, like there's kind of this like on the run theme, like you're chasing 
mm-hmm. Donkey Kong. You know, it's not like he's waiting at the end of these eight levels. He's like you're moving, you're chasing him down each level. You know, every four stages. It's uh, you know, you've it's caught a him. Fun. You get a little, little battle, little interstitials and stuff. Uh, you know, it's just like you're chasing them all over till you get Pauline back, and it's it's just it's just a fun uh, breezy game. And finally, I ask as I always do. Should you play this game, Nick? I, I think you should. I, I didn't expect to say this, but I really liked it a lot. So I yeah. think if, if I'm coming in like expecting to dislike it and I enjoyed it, I, I think a lot of people would like this. Right. Now, I said yeah as well because this is truly a hidden gem, not only on the Game Boy, but in the Nintendo library. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did follow up with some games that are kind of similar. I think like the mini Mario and Donkey Kong games for the Game Boy Okay. Advance and DS, possibly. But, yeah. you know, nothing is as pure as this. And it's really an interesting bridge between the two generations of Mario. Yeah, yeah. And the way this plays in such bite-sized chunks, it's the perfect game for modern times. Yeah, pick up and pick up and set down if you want, you know. P.S. This is available on the eShop for the 3DS. So if you have one, there is no reason you shouldn't own this game. Next week's game is an undetermined Sega Genesis game. Hopefully this will be replaced. But if it wasn't, wow, what a surprise for everyone. <laughs> Lucky you. Go grab a Sega Genesis game, play it. It might be the one. What are the odds? And remember, folks, if uh, you want to get in touch with us and let us know how cool we are or how cool you are, do so at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you, cool cats. You can always follow us on Facebook at Cartridge Command. It's a great way to give us a shout out or just, you know, a remembrance of one of these games and some of your great memories with it. We always let you know when the show's up on Twitter at Card Command. And please subscribe to the show on whatever podcast listening device you use. And if you could, tell a friend. You know, we're trying to grow the show and that's the best way to do it. So thank you to all of those who have. We must also say thanks to our wonderful patrons at patreon.com slash cartridge command. You guys are the best. You are. We've gotten some new ones here recently that, you know, really warms the cockles of our heart as we move into this fall season. Uh, You know, the more of you that give, the cooler stuff we can do, the better equipment we can buy, and Nick wouldn't have to pay out of pocket for all of his gas. Yeah, gas, man. Hey, he does drive over an hour and a half, maybe an hour and a half every time to and from to get here. So what what a trooper. Yeah, man. So again, thank you, thank you so much to our wonderful patrons. And, as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game On! In one of your boss fights with King Kong, you get a thwomp in there for the first time. There's Donkey Kong. Damn it. <laughs>